This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. By Agro on a pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. McMahon, the family, the rock, they screwed us all. Now you're the editor, right? Yes, Mankind did it! Chappy, chappy, uh, beep, beep. Goldberg steered Russo on the cake. I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is... Vince Russo's The Brand. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Lions, Tigers, Bears, and Head. We are recording this, Jerry Lane and myself, on Thanksgiving morn, uh, which is why the great Al Snow is not here with us, but bro... Thanksgiving or no Thanksgiving, the show must go on. What's going on, Jerry Lane? Yeah, this will come out on Black Friday, which just doesn't have its meaning no, anymore. Man. I mean, you're you're buying Black Friday specials no. a week early on the internet. People aren't getting up early and waiting in line anymore. It's all online, so I don't I don't think it's a that big of a day anymore it's more like thanksgiving week yeah jeff i used to love it was tradition with me going all the way back to when i owned the video stores bro it was tradition i would literally get up at six o'clock in the morning to hit the grocery store to get the newspaper when there were a million ads in there for Black Friday. And, bro, in the video store, that's how I bought a lot of my stock. And, man, 6 o'clock in the morning, I would hit the – on Thanksgiving Day, I would hit the grocery store, and I would get excited going through all those ads. Bro, I I did it last year because I do it every year. Bro, I think there were two ads in in the freaking – like, they don't even advertise it that way anymore, bro. Yeah, it's so the the convenience of having everything on the computer just takes so much out of, I don't know, doing stuff in life. You know, movies now, a lot of movies will come on streaming the same time they're in theaters. Okay, well, it takes away the experience of going out, going to the theater. You know, I mean, we all do this DoorDash. Oh, forget going to a restaurant. Just pay more to have them just bring it to you. Yeah, like this, the the all the shopping online. You don't even go go to a store anymore and look at something. You're looking at a picture online. You're not. I don't know. It's just everything is on your phone or on the computer. Yeah, I hate I, it, Jeff. I hate sometimes it. convenience. I don't think it's better as far as experience in life and going out and seeing things. That's like stuff. one thing that I'll do, Jeff, is like, you know, with, with my album collection, if I'm looking for something, I will still go out on the hunt. I mean, I know I can go to Amazon and press a button, but man, that just that takes the fun out of so many freaking things, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like I will still rather go to a when I'm looking for older video game stuff to a to a store to do that than yeah, online because you yeah. know, half the time when you're buying stuff on eBay, what if it's fake? 
I you know, know replica, I know. you know, you, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, man, we're going to have to pick up a little bit of the slack. Uh, you know, like I said, Al might pop in, but guy, man, that guy's working his freaking tail off and it is Thanksgiving. So, uh, you know, we wanted to take it a little easy on Al, but the good news is Al will be a part of the show today, Jeff, because I'm sure we've got a billion clips that Al sent in during the week. Yeah. And if you guys send in clips, I put them together earlier this week than normal so some of the stuff that you submitted for this week will go into the pool for uh, next week just because i put this show together earlier this week because it's the holiday and everything but yeah let's see these because it started playing on its own so yeah we're gonna go through a bunch of these that al sent and he might be sad sad to miss these but he sent this one in so this is like monkey boy and something else here a hot dog it's a hot dog and sasquatch and i've noticed this is like the third one of these we've had wherever we had the spider-man one and we had another it's always this mystery wrestling this mystery wrestling must just be this stuff yeah well, you know, if, if if it is just this stuff, I really don't have a problem with it. You, you know what I'm saying, bro? Because, you know, they're not really mocking wrestling like this is this is their show. You know what I mean? And I think that is their show because it's always I mean, that's, that's kind of like a Scooby-Doo ripoff graphic, right? Like a parody of Scooby-Doo. Where yeah. are you in the mystery and stuff? Yeah. I and mean, that's what this kind of. Is that popcorn? It's popcorn, yeah. Oh my god. So they did the popcorn instead of thumbtacks, I'm assuming. Like Yeah. But I think that's what this is. But this guy that that guy going up to the top looked like a regular wrestler. Like a normal wrestler, yeah. So Jeff, I'll never forget, bro. And you know this story, but some people might not have heard this story, but I'll never forget, bro. I was at TNA and uh there was like a eight man tag or something like that. And I'm by the ring and I'm laying it out. I'm, I'm laying it out, uh, the match. And, you know, when I wrote the notes on the on the format, I wrote so-and-so slips on a banana. Figuratively speaking. Yeah, figuratively speaking, yeah. so-and-so slips on a banana, blah, 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 goes over. So I'm there. I'm going over the match with these guys, telling them what we need, this and that. I finish, and I swear to God, I wish I knew who it was because I would – I would throw him under the bus every single time. <laughs> Somebody turned to me, dead as a heart attack, uh, serious as a heart attack, Jeff, and said, who's got the banana? <laughs> I swear to God, serious as a freaking heart attack, bro. I wish I could remember who that was. <laughs> All right, this was sent in by Al. Oh, man. Oh, God, bro. Like, give me a freaking break. And you know what that is? That is an exact copy of that Orange Cassidy spot from AEW that we had a few months ago. Do you remember? Oh, is that what it is? They did this exact Canadian Destroyer. Then the other guy hit the Canadian Destroyer. Then the the first guy hit the third Canadian Destroyer, and they just bounced back and forth. And it was all meaningless. And that's what Al, Al said when he sent this. When you can have something. Mean something or everything mean nothing. Everything means nothing, bro. So so much happens, bro, that by the time the match is over, you don't remember anything. Yeah. 
So this was sent in by Al. Oh, man. This is going to collapse. Oh, man. I swear to God, bro. These guys with the freaking head. I don't understand it. Play it again, Jeff. Yeah, and it looks, you know, when the ladder falls like that, that's not, you know, falls to one side. They didn't hit it in the middle, so you can't land Look at the, the, head. Look at the guy's to... head. Look at the guy's head going right to the mat. Look at that. Oh, what show was that? That was an AEW show. Oh, I'm my sure God. That was an AEW. Yeah, because I was yeah. I saw the sponsors, and I'm like, wait a minute. This looks like a big show, and it's yeah. a, that, that's an AEW show. Yep, and so is this one sent in by Al. <laughs> bro, you know, you know what the funny thing is, bro? This is AEW show. We just saw two back-to-back things. Jeff, the funny thing is, like, they don't, they don't even properly know how to, you know, set things up. That that's the sad part, bro. They are so, they have so little experience. They don't even know how to sh- set the shit up, bro. If this happened here at the WWE and Vince was around, you know how many people would have been fired because of this one spot? You know how many people, bro? Yeah. Oh, that's that's in bad. And meanwhile, Meltzer and all of them say nothing about that, bro. I haven't heard anything about that anywhere. Yeah. That's anytime something like that happens, it's like, okay, well, now next time you put somebody through a table, it just doesn't mean anything. See, bro, at the the WWE, Jeff, go back to that for a second. Jeff, at the WWE, the way they do it is when the announcers are at the table and the guys are coming over and they're ready to do it, the announcers like pull a pin and the entire table collapses. But there's no announcers at this table. Yeah, so you're. I'm wondering if they pulled it too soon and and walked away, or if it's a completely different setup. That it's got. It's got to be a different setup because that's how it was done. They would pull a pin and and the table would just collapse, and nobody would know. But there's nobody sitting at this table. Yeah, but if it fell that easily, you think it would fall with them having their arms on it, or you know when they're sitting there normally, or something like that. That's just weird. All right, I'm sure Al's gonna miss talking about this one he sent this one in you know he oh, loves this cinder block over cinder the back block. oh yeah. my god he loves the cinder block work you know i don't know how you can work that and that's what i was gonna ask al because even if you're trying to work this the 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 weight of that and the force it's still going to have of course force you can't you, somebody, you, you know? can't get bro you can't control the weight of that thing once you saw it swinging that thing like that you can't you can't pull up on the weight yeah. of that thing i would love to know bro like when did you know cinder blocks really didn't start coming into play jeff till recently you know what i'm saying i mean we we and now all of a sudden every single week we're getting the uh, cinder block work yeah, I mean, if it happened back in the day, I don't remember it at all. I don't remember ever seeing cinder blocks involved. But yeah, that... Uh, Wait, well, go, go back for a second. Go all the way back. So this is another one. They're wrestling on a mat. There's no ring. There's nothing. Yeah, I don't know what this... I don't know where the heck he found this. And look at these fans, bro. They are right, literally right on top of the action. 
It looks like it's in a community center. I mean, when you look at the windows in the walls, doesn't it look like that? Like oh, a community man, look center. At look at look at look at that. Uh, look at that mat, Jeff. Gee, yeah. that that bro, you're talking about freaking hepatitis and all kinds of shit like that, bro. Yeah. Uh, here we go, Spider Man, bro. Yeah. So he, he climbed the ladder to get to the top of the rim. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the reason Al sent this is in is why. 80,000 guys are underneath waiting to catch him. Yeah. Yep. And look, like they're, they're, Bro, they're can, not can, even can, trying. Can, they're can, not can, even can, trying to sell it. They're just like, hey, yeah. okay, Jeff, can we, can we, can like, let's just stop for a second and let's, let's just soak this in. Could you imagine a wrestling match ending up at the top of a basketball backboard? Like and you, like bro. Keep in mind, we're, we're we're supposed to be believing this shit. Can you imagine that this is where two freaking wrestlers would wind up? Yeah, how does that even happen logically? Because you think about if all right, you see this all the time on the top of the cage. Well, one guy's climbing up there to escape to mm-hmm. win the match, so the other guy follows him up and to try to stop him, and then they're both up there. Right. How does this happen? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. That that that's what I'm saying, bro. This is like Okay, let's see where this thing goes. Here we go. Aliyoop. Oh my god, bro. Oh. It's just and, and everybody that with a brain is looking at that like how stupid is this? How stupid and they think it's the greatest thing. Right, this was sent in by Al and Matthew Ortiz. Darby Gee, Allen, oh, Darby oh Allen my. again. That's another AEW, right? Because I'm yep. seeing DraftKings. Yeah, it's Darby, Darby Allen. Allen, right on his. Uh, right Wait, on. You want to you, you, you you know something funny? I was just reading a headline, Jeff. I very, very rarely get past the headline, but I was just reading a headline uh, yesterday of Darby Allen's taking some time off. Yeah, I, 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 I wonder freaking why, bro. I wonder why. You look at a bump like this, and you you wonder why the dude's taking time off. And he doesn't even have any padding because he's so skinny, you know? Yeah. All right, this is this is ridiculous. Oh, no, he's shoving something up somebody. What, what, yeah. what's the, what has he got in his hand? What is that? A, base, a baseball bat. This okay. was sent, yeah, this was sent in by Al Matthew. That dreamer? Yeah, I don't think so. No, this is sent in by Al Matthew Ortiz, Kaz, and SJ Dub gimmick. So I don't know what the logic is here because he's pretending. Oh, so that, that, that's a working bat, so it looks like he's shoving the bat up the guy's ass. Yeah, with no hole in his tights. Like, I mean, do, do they see the logic here? Wait, go back, go back, Jeff. Like, let's there, let's make sure there's no way. There may be a hole in the tights, Jeff. There may be a hole in the tights. No, no, no. So they're, they're like, okay, the, the whole right. thing is stupid. And I don't know if it's like one of those fake knives where yeah, it goes yeah, in. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Or, or exactly is he rubbing it on his nutsack? No, they, no, no, no. It's 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 like the it's like the knife thing, bro. Yeah, watch. Because yeah. he slides down there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, no, bro, it's the fake bat gimmick. What's so stupid? Like, how stupid is that? Like, obviously, he's not shoving it up his ass because there's no hole in his shorts. <sighs> like th- these people are stupid. I swear. Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, 
Yeah, so this one's sent in by Al. He's like, yeah, he said, uh, wrestling, no, it's not choreographed at all. Watch the guy in the mat. That's that's what he wants you to see here. Just sitting there looking at him. Oh, I got to scoot up so I'm in position. Bro, I, I, I hate to say this, Jeff. You see that on WWE. Yeah. You literally see that, especially with the girls especially with the girls every week you see that bro every week you see them getting in position for spots every yeah, single week but not only that he's not even trying to appear dazed out of it no. he's just sitting there looking at him yeah and right, this is a uh, this is sent in by al this is on impact oh impact yeah now i'm pretty sure why you sent this in because you can't see the end of this but right now, th- all right, we're going to visualize this. Look where her head is compared to her knees. Well, the first thing, Jeff, before we even get there, look how much that one girl is struggling with the weight. Yeah. I mean, you could see that. So, you see, bro, this is, this is what I don't understand because she is struggling mightily with that girl's weight. Bro, I am sure they rehearsed this prior to the match. So prior to the match – she would have struggled with this girl's weight. And what 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 is Al what what does Al always say, bro? EC3 said this yesterday. Bro, if you can't do it, just don't do it. Yeah. So but that that's the whole problem. She's struggling with the weight, bro. Yeah. But you uh. think and you can't see it, but you can tell because when you oh, drop yeah, the, yeah. She lands on her knees, but her head's below her knees. Oh, so yeah. Then, there's no way to go with her head, bro. Her head's yeah. right there on the floor to begin yep. with. Right into the mat. Oh, my God. That's scary. That's really scary, man. That is super scary. All right. This was sent in by Alan. I keep forgetting what these auto parts things are called. That they look like. I always thought they were cheese graters, but they're not. That that's what Oh, yeah, yeah. They keep two boards together. They're, they're uh, uh, contractor uh, gimmicks. Yeah. These are the new gimmicks too, yeah. So he he's scraping it on his own head. Yeah, he's getting get, trying to clear the day. Oh my god! Stupid. <sighs> These people are idiots. All right, this is another AEW clip sent in by Al. Man, bro, I mean, this, this is just—it's reckless, bro. It's what it is, Jeff. Like literally, these the, 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 these look like fifteen, sixteen-year-old kids' uh, backyard wrestling. Yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say that. There's yeah. no difference in no. this than None. the other clips we have None. of indie shows, and this is at the top level. Yep, there's no difference whatsoever, bro. Stupid. Yeah. You know, Tony Khan is going to – I can't believe he's this stupid to allow this when somebody's going to seriously get hurt and he's going to be at fault and some lawyer is going to jump all over this shit and they're going to sue for even more than they would have sued the WWE for yep. because his family has more money yep. than, than WWE. Yep. All right, this was uh, sent in by Al. This is Japan, I guess, huh? Oh my God, bro! I hope see that, that again. I hope that was a uh, very heavily padded mat. I don't see how this doesn't. 
Looked like he landed right on his spine, too. Yeah. All right. This, uh, <laughs> I think this is AEW also by my notes. Uh, this was sent in by Al. Was that Taz? <laughs> I think he was in the background. Oh my god! Now, now, now we've worked bicycles into freaking matches, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now Al's got to change the curriculum again. Now yeah. we got to get bicycle, bicycle work, work. In there all over again. Oh my god, bro! Right, this was sent in by Scott Ward. What, what is this guy holding? An egg beater? And yeah, I mean, it looks like one of those little trimmers, like a, a bush trimmer, maybe. Yeah. And that was a girl. Was that, that a girl? A girl. Yeah, she got uh, out of the situation. Oh my god, Jeff! This is—it's just freaking reckless, bro. It's just absolutely reckless. It's and like these- I swear to God, bro. It's like kids wrestling in the living room. These people think, like, they actually think that they're talented and this is good stuff. That's what, and, and they're going to end up at some point in their life injured because of this stuff. And I don't know. And Stupid this is and a, this AEW again. This AEW, yes. This was sent in by Scott Ward. Oh. Show that again. He got stuck this right This was on. nasty. Yeah, actually, there's a slowdown after it. So, uh, like, the ref has to push him off because he's not moving. Like, he would have had to, I guess, they didn't want to count the finish, so he pushed the guy off of him. But, that, like, what what is the point of this? These are the moves I don't understand because half the time you watch this shit, you can't tell who's doing the move to who. Yeah, that's a great point, man. So they do all this dangerous stuff. I, I don't know who, you know what what was supposed to happen there on, on half of these moves. What happened to a simple, when you body slam somebody, you know who's giving the move, you know who's receiving the move. Elbow drops. They do all this crazy stuff that you can't even tell what's going on, and they're, and it's all dangerous. I don't understand. So who, who took the brunt on that one, bro? Both of them or the guy on top? The guy on top gave the move the guy on bottom it looks, it looks like the guy on top's head is going right into the mat yeah that's what i'm saying it's so look, hard look. To, to tell but the, so he he he's turns his head up but the other guy's head ends up okay yeah he turned it, he turned his head to the side at the last yeah. minute to save himself yeah like that is just dangerous and that's why he's throwing the guy off because he would have had a count to three because the guy was out of it yep yeah and this is the last one sent in by Kevin Gordon. This is also AEW. Oh, is this the blood drinking gimmick? No, I, nobody sent that in, which I don't think we could have used that. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen that because I got no interest in seeing that staple gun to the face. Yeah, we're just going to staple a piece of paper to his face. <sighs> this is stupid, man. This is just stupid. This is... I don't know. This is not entertaining. This this is doesn't make you... And then the rips, I mean, like, you're not even, you're not faking stuff at this point. You're not doing the illusion. You're not a good worker. You're actually just stapling a piece of paper into somebody's face. How does that make you a good wrestler, a good worker? 
This this reminds me of Jeff. Remember the movie The Wrestler? I never saw it. Oh yeah, but it, it was like dirty indie stuff, and they did all shit like this, all shit like this, and now like this has made it to the top level, Jeff. Yep. I don't. I, I don't get it. I it's it's almost like and 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 what what does Al say? What would Al say here? Al would say from from bell to bell, the you you should be trying to win the match. How am I trying to win the match by stapling something to somebody's face, bro? How yeah. am I trying to win the match? That goes back to was it last week or the week before when Al was telling the story about the guys actually punching each other. And, he, and they're like, well, we want them to, to think it's real. Well, this is the same thing. You, you, you can't make them think it's real. So we're just going to go out and just do stupid shit like this and actually do it. You're not working the audience. You're not being safe. And, and it's not entertaining. And it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that that's too. the one yeah. thing, bro. It's got to be logical for people to believe. Once it becomes illogical, now it's okay. It's a stunt. Yep. That's unbelievable, bro. And it's 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 amazing, Jeff, how so many of those clips were AEW clips, top level. Yep. And 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 if you would have taken out the graphics, you could have just assumed it was one of the other clips we have in an indie show. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into uh, let's get into some news, Jeff. What's what's what are the headlines out there? What's going on, man? Well, I wonder if you'll get contacted for this, or maybe you I, already have. Yeah. Um. Deadline is reporting that The Rock, his Seven Bucks production company, is producing a docuseries investigating the mysterious demise of WCW. Which is an interesting way to put that. The mysterious demise of WCW. So The Rock's Seven Buck Productions, in partnership with Vice Studios, is going to be doing a docuseries on the mysterious demise of WCW. Man, I just, Jeff, I just have a, uh, I I just don't understand how you can just keep rehashing this stuff over and over and over again, and there is still an audience for it. I mean, the only thing I would say about this, bro, is, I am sure that WWE Studios did a lot of the death of WCW and all that. And, of course, it was going to be slanted and all that shit, of course. So, I mean, nothing's really been done by a third party about what happened at the end of WCW. But it's like, man, bro, just how many years? Like, and, 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 and. And what's the story, bro? The the network executives didn't want to be in the wrestling business. Like, wh- wh- where's the story in that? Oh, plus, if Vice is involved, who knows how much The Rock or uh, Gewurz will actually be involved in it. It doesn't say. But if Vice is involved, how is this going to be any different than a dark side of the ring where people go on there and spew their side of the story and their BS and, <laughs> you know, stuff, stuff like that? Just because that this is what this is. Doesn't mean you're going to get the accurate representation that, right. of, of what actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. 
But yeah, I, I don't know. Is there an audience to see that at all? Yeah, the same audience that watches wrestling. Yes, yeah. that's the audience, bro. Like that is like I said, Jeff. I, I said this a couple of weeks ago, man. They're just going to keep cutting into that pie and cutting into that pie. And basically what you do is you just wind up eliminating each other. There's not enough pie to go around, bro. So you just wind up eliminating each other one by one by one. I don't know if you saw this, but NWA is now officially on the CW app. Yeah, uh, uh, I did the show with EC3 uh, yesterday. You guys can see that show over on uh, patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. And uh, EC3 did tell me that. You know, bro, it was there was there was some kabuki ish stuff going on. And I had mentioned this to EC3. EC3, like Houseman came out with all that CW crap. And EC3 had said that Billy Corgan never made an announcement that they were going on CW, right? I believe he said a major network on a busted open appearance. He didn't yeah, specify well, what so, it was. Something, something yeah. like that. But then, what you know, the way Houseman put it, it sounded like it was matter of fact. So I reached out to Billy to congratulate him. And like he said, thank you. So um, th- th- that's why I'm like, well, well, obviously there was a deal if he's thanking me, because if it wasn't a done deal yet, I'm sure he would have said it wasn't a done deal yet. But the good news is that uh, EC3 told me yesterday that uh, CW was starting to upload NWA stuff on their app. Bro, you know what I spoke to EC3 about yesterday? Bro, you know what they need to do? This is where, like, this is where my frustration gets in, bro, because there's so many egos involved, right? Jeff, if NWA is now going to be on CW, and OVW was just on Netflix and everybody loved that series. Can we not see an interpromotional angle? And I'm not talking about one person against one person. I'm talking about a company against another company. And bro, now when you look at, so now, now OVW gets the CW rub, NWA gets the Netflix rub. You, you got Al and Billy Corgan. I wish Al was here because you got Al and Bill, Billy Corgan as the figureheads. You figure they could work together. We're not talking about Bruce Pritchard and Paul Heyman here. Well, aren't they kind of because now EC3 has both that, belts? That's what I'm saying. EC3 is now the OVW champion. They need to do this, bro. Can combine. Come together, make this a year long angle, man. Rub off of each other. I mean, that's what they need to do. But, like I said, Jeff, it's like when it comes down to stuff like this, this is when like egos and all that bullshit gets in the way. So, you know, they're going to run as separate companies and then there's going to be a cap to as far as they can go. But I'm, I'm begging them to do something like that, bro. Oh, this is funny. <laughs> I don't know. When when Bischoff goes off on Tony Khan, I, I, it's always funny to me. So AEW is looking for a new vice president. Vice president of people and culture. 
this is a position they are, are looking to hire. Vice President of People and Culture. Before we go any further, why would you even name it name it that, Jeff? Yeah, exactly. Is is isn't this human isn't this human relations? That that's I mean, isn't it? Is yeah. It, people and culture is human relations. It it's probably the, this new uh modern day uh virtue signaling thing. Yeah. People and culture. So this used to be human resources. Yeah, well, I think they still have that. This is different. Okay. People yeah. and what was it ever Vice president of people and culture? Was it ever was it ever explained what people and culture is? Was that ever explained? I don't know. I just yeah, have I, I, yeah, I've not seen that explained anywhere. Oh yes, it is. It is in here. Go ahead. They will be responsible for maintaining a positive culture and employee mm-hmm. experience. A positive culture and ex- employee yeah. experience. Yeah. This is the, the, this is why the wrestling business we're babying these people. This That's is it's, it's such a they're all pussies now. Yeah, you know they are. They are, bro. Right. They, they really are. We're not men. We're not no. men. Jeff. No, it's a baby culture. Yeah. So Bischoff weighed in on this, and he said, "Did he get that idea from watching TikTok? I've I've never heard of that job classification. I've heard of human resources, but vice president of people and culture." You can't disagree with the need. There's clearly a cultural problem backstage. That kind of thing usually falls under human resources, but hey, whatever. Leadership and vision are two things that AEW needs. You can bring in a vice president of culture and people, a vice president of thought process, a vice president of warm and fuzzy. (laughs) You can bring in all kinds of people under the leader to try to fix the problem, but it starts at the top. Tony needs to be a part of that process. So was somebody hired for this already? No, they're they're job uh, searching. Yeah. Oh, my God. People and culture. Yeah. Vice president of people and culture. What? what, How could you possibly work 40 hours a week at least at that? What are you doing for eight hours a day? I'm the vice president of people and culture. Okay. What what, what the hell are you doing? Are you having, you know, sit downs and – Play nice meetings. With that's everybody. what it is, Jeff. That see, bro. That's exactly what it is. Every time, every time there is any kind of a dispute or disagreement, this is how it's going to be handled. I mean, how was it handled in the past, Jeff? Like, you know, you got the Harris brothers and they see Shawn Michaels in a room at Madison Square Garden. One's the lookout, goes in the room, shuts the door, locks the door. That's how we handle business. You're right, bro. They're babies. They're freaking babies, bro. They can't police their own locker room, bro. They are freaking children man that is the problem with the world bro they are children they're all children they talk like children they act like children they look like children bro yeah that that's and that's the the type of audience that they now draw are these similar just wussy type people can you imagine, Jeff, can you imagine this like in the NFL, like every team has this position, like two 300-pound offensive linemen aren't going to get in each other's face and solve the problem, bro. They're going to sit down with what, a a a thirty a 30-something-year-old petite woman and she's going to solve the problems for them? 
Oh, this is this bullshit is so wussy, Jeff. It is. Yeah. It, it is. So, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of biting my tongue. The, the, they're embarrassing freaking children, bro. Like it, it's ridiculous. And he, he he's the poster child for it, bro. He is the poster child for it. Bro, I, I got to tell you, man, if you if you're the son of a billion, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. If you were the son of a billionaire, Jeff, but because you're a son of a billionaire, this is how you would live your entire life, and this is how you would act. Would you want to be the son of a billionaire? I think I would turn down the billion dollars. Well, I just I wouldn't act. I mean, I know I wouldn't act like this, so I don't think the money makes him that way. Well, something's got to make him that way. He well, he's just a wuss. I don't know. I mean, the way he—I mean, maybe the money made him that way because well, no, we had the high school pictures. He went to a normal high school, yeah, and he looked normal. So yeah, he wasn't homeschooled because that was always a theory. He was sheltered. He was private school. That that wasn't the case. We saw we saw the photos. He went to a normal high school. So I I don't put the blame just based on this tiny bit of information we have. I don't think it's on his parents. I just think he's a weird kid. Man, bro, like this is this is so weak, man. So can, can you imagine what the veterans there are saying about this? Like the Dean Malenkos and the Arn Andersons and people like that. Like what what is this, bro? Yeah, people and culture. It's well, Triple H did an interview with Sports Illustrated, and he said uh, they're talking about the differences. And today compared to previous generations, he said, we can't wait to hear this. Yeah. He said, we don't take our fan base for granted. And the way our talent operates is different from other generations. They want to go out there and put on the best show possible. Or no, they want to go out there and put on the best possible show they can. So is he saying people in other generations? That's didn't? what I'm saying. He just threw everybody he worked with under the bus. So when when you got guys like Foley reading that and and Austin and Taker and Kane, when you got guys like that reading this, they're saying "f you, Hunter." Like what? What are you saying, bro? How how did those people take the crowd for granted? I mean, weren't they more you, – you look at – and Al talks about this all the time. What's the house? We make more money the more people are there. you got to sell yourself. They're trying to sell their merchandise. I mean, they worked harder, I would say. Today, they're the guaranteed contracts. Everything's guaranteed. It, it To me, it would seem like opposite that they take their audience more for granted today because they just go out there – go through the motions, do what they're told, try to pop the boys in the back with these. They're not out there trying to sell a T-shirt every single night, yeah. you know? Well, that, I mean, bro, that is, I mean, I don't know any other way to take it. That is a flat-out insult to everybody he ever worked with. They took the audience. Tell, tell Mick Foley he took the audience for granted. See what he'd say about that. And that he operated differently because today's people, they want to go out there and put on the best possible show they can. Uh, and and, and, and Austin and Rock didn't? Yeah. Vince McMahon didn't? That's, I, I, I don't, you know what, you know what that sounds to me like, bro? Just more excuses. Just, just, just ways to cover it up and make more excuses for the, for the lameness of freaking today's wrestling, bro. It's, it's really that simple. 
And he went on, he said, a lot of these kids are already invested. They grew up wanting to do this. And if they didn't, they fell in love with it by learning from people who grew up wanting to be in this business. And that's how they learn the respect for it. To me, that's what makes you successful. That connection with our fan base, that's a big part of our core. Yeah, because that's all you got, bro. Like, that's all you got. All you've got is the niche audience that you've built. That's all you've got. And you've catered to them, and we've seen what the outcome has been as far as, you know, television viewing audience anyway. I, I mean, that just sounds like a suck up to the fans, doesn't it? Yeah, bro, it's, it's bro, please. I, I can't, the, 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 that whole environment, bro, I, Jeff, I swear to God, like, I'm I'm always, you know, every morning because I always got to find content and, you know, stuff to talk about and stuff. So every morning I go to the headlines and the more and more I read these headlines, I'm like, I'm I'm just like you people are. This is pathetic, man. You just you're all pathetic. I that Jeff, that's that's how I feel. I told you with every passing day. I feel further and further and further away from that world because it's so pathetic, man. You're pathetic, bro. This this is just bizarre. They learned the respect for the business by either growing up wanting to do this or falling in love with it by learning from people who grew up wanting to be in this business. Like That doesn't make any sense to me. How do you... You fall in love with a business. That doesn't mean that you actually respect what goes into it and what people do. Right. A lot of a lot of people are shown how to shown the proper respect. You know, they're they're kind of like a wake up call. You know, and then and then you get it. You know, like there was just a quote from Stefan Diggs of the Bills, how uh, the rookie tight end Dalton Kincaid, you know, earned his handshake the way he's been. He said, "I don't just give him out." You know, you're a high draft pick. You, you know, you're a good player, but you got to go out there. You could be the nicest guy in the world. I don't care. Go show me you can play. And yeah. he earned my handshake. Yeah. That's kind of how, like, you earn the respect. Right. And and I don't know. This, this is just a weird thing. It, it sounds like more babying. It, it, it is. It's it's just uh, they, so so they grew up watching it and earned a respect for it. Yeah. Or if they didn't. They fell in love with it by learning from people. That This quote is bizarre. I don't know if this is a mistranslation. They fell in love with it by learning from people who grew up wanting to be in this business. And that's how they learn the respect for it. So they're learning from people who grew up wanting to be in the business. But what, were they? I mean, did they make it in the business? <laughs> it's, it's, this is weird. It, it, it's, bro, please. It's all such freaking bullshit, man. All right. And lastly. Oh, Mamby, Pamby. Mamby, yeah. Pamby bullshit, Jeff, man. All of all of it, man. Yeah. Lastly, you got a quote from MLW's Court Bauer on Busted Open because we see a, a lot of people wanting to leave MLW, and there's been rumors of people asking for their release. And he talked about that on Busted Open, and he said, we honor our commitments. So when we're paying the guys and they're happy, that's great. And when they all of a sudden know that they can get paid somewhere else and then they want to leave, it's like, well, wait, what about our commitments too? We've honored them. What do I tell the networks? What do I tell the toy company? What do I tell the fans when they don't get a satisfying ending to the storyline because you just want to take off and leave town? In the 90s, that was called a sellout. Now it's like, oh, no, F the companies. It's just about the talent. 
well, my whole life savings is in this. The people in production, they're committed. The families are invested. And these guys, they, they, they sit down and they want to dip out. They're effing not just me. They're effing all these people. All the passion they put into making the toys, all those things. There's a ripple effect to that. But it's happened so many times. And I don't cry about it. It's just the realities of the business. And it's changed. Like, I think a lot of the promoters take the high road and they're just like, it is what it is. And once you hear one side of the conversation, you don't hear the other side. Yeah, but Jeff, I would bet. I mean, I would have to guess that the wrestlers at MLW are working as independent contractors. I I would have to believe that. And bro, that's, that's part of being an independent contractor. You can go here and you can go there. You know, now, bro, obviously, if these guys got a, you know, a three-year contract or a five-year contract or something like that, they can't go anywhere. But if their independent contract is independent, bro, that means, no, they don't work for your company. They don't give a shit about your company. They're independent contractors, so they're going to make money wherever they can go. I mean, that's 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 the business you're in, bro. Yeah, it's kind of weird because, well, it does sound like he's crying about it. He said, I don't cry about it. It does sound like he's crying about it. But you're not WWE or AEW. You're not top of the line uh, earnings for these people. So it, it's just, I don't, I don't, I, I understand part of what he's saying. Look, I, Al goes through this, right? I mean, we saw it with on wrestlers. When Haley and Maria yeah. went to Los Angeles and he's like, what the hell I got, you know, I'm trying to do the storyline with them. We saw that. So this is just, this and, is, just and, 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 and at the end of the day, Jeff, you saw it play out where a, they went there because they got more money and B the reality of it was Al could do nothing about it. Yeah. So, you know, that, that sucks for Al, just like it does court as the booker. And I wrote this show and I wrote six months of TV, but when you got these kind of deals with people, bro, you gotta know that shit's going to happen, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get the frustration on that, on that aspect of it, man. I had this storyline plan. Now I can't even finish it. I got to redo all this stuff. I get all that, but you got to look at it from the other side. If these people are, doing this for a living and they're not making much money there. If, if they're not, like you said, under a contract where they've signed that I'm going to work here for this amount of time and they're offered more money. Like, do you really expect them to make their personal life not as good as it could be just to work for you? I mean, that that's right. And especially Jeff, let's be honest. How much could he be paying them? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, bro, these these people have to make a bro. Listen, I had a conversation. I talked to Katina the other day. Bro, this dude's in his car on the road seven days a week, going from spot to spot to spot to spot. Bro, he doesn't have a home. He sleeps in his car. This is what he's doing. So, of course, bro, if you're somebody like that, you're not gonna go to the person that's paying you the most. Yeah, that, that that's what I'm saying. You got to look at it from that side. So let, let, let's take Anthony, for example. He's doing this, like you said. Let, let's say he's working for a company that he has to do all this for, and then he gets a call from WWE or AEW. Yeah, he, well, no, we expect you to keep driving around in your car for seven days just to finish our storyline instead of taking actually 
you know, taking what you've been working hard for this whole time. Yeah, you, you, you can't expect that at that level. He's not MLW. Sure, it's bigger than a lot of wrestling companies out there, but it's not WWE or AEW. Yeah. I, I just, he, bro, Court Bauer has been around the wrestling business a long time. He knows how the shit works. So he, he just must be running into a frustration of a lot of people uh, leaving, you know, yeah. and that's that's the business, bro. Jeff, I'm going to read you uh, perhaps the greatest response I got. Um, to what? To a tweet. Okay. So, Jeff, there was a picture of <laughs> um, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, and Sami Zayn coming out for a fight. Okay? As, as one person <laughs> put it, bro, uh, you know, uh Seth Rollins is dressed like Elton John. Uh, Cody Rhodes is wearing his winter coat. I have no idea what Sami Zayn is wearing, right? So I put a tweet out there, and I said, um, and they could all blow me, bro, like serious. I'm, I'm, I'm so tired of kissing these people's asses. I, I, don't, I could give a shit. Cody Rhodes needs to freaking get over himself. Like, really, bro? Where You know, he, he's more... He's more concerned about his freaking fashion than than getting the you know the fight over. So so Jeff, I put the picture up and I said, so I guess this is how the cool kids come to a fight in 2023. Geez, I hope none of them get their good clothes dirty. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Nash, Jeff. <laughs> I have always thought the use of the overcoat was never fully utilized. <laughs> and bro, it, it's so funny because because like I'm 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 reading Kevin's quote, right, Jeff? And then what am I thinking of? I'm thinking of Scott Hall and Kevin Nash coming to a fight. Right, yeah. right, Jeff. Aren't you? I could picture them a million times coming to a fight compared to these three freaking clowns. They're clowns, bro. They're all clowns. If you want to be a fashion plate and a model, bro, maybe you're in the wrong business. Like, seriously, bro. Maybe you need to get an agent. Maybe you need to be walking down runways in Paris or something. You wear Jeff, the freaking dude. Jeff, and Jeff, of course, I get the feedback. Oh, oh, Vince, what did you want him to be in wrestling gear? They wasn't scheduled to work. And I said, did I say anything about wrestling gear? Did I? They know there's going to be a fight. They've been in this angle. But, Jeff, here's what makes it worse. You're going to tell me, Jeff, as you're going down to the ring, you're not going to peel off an overcoat? You're not even going to peel it off walking down to the ring, Jeff? Right. Really? Yep. Come it, on, the, man. Is there a bigger disconnect than what this product is supposed to be and what the people actually look like? Like, they look like they... It's like having a bunch of people uh, that look like us in the NFL. Like, who would turn that on and watch that? They don't. We don't look like football players. Well, these people don't look like wrestlers. That's Jeff, the I want, problem. I want. I want. I want to share. I want. I want you to see. To see, because as soon as I saw this picture, I'm like, you know what, bro? This is freaking wrestling in 2023. This is what is freaking wrong. And like I said, bro, I'm going to share this with you. Think about Hall and Nash coming down to the ring for a fight. Look at look yeah. look at these three guys, Jeff. 
I mean, they came down like this for a fight, for a fight. Rollins never peeled off the jacket. Uh, Cody never even peeled. I don't even know what Sami Zayn, I don't even know what that look is. It looks like he just walked out of a bar looking to see if anybody's got a cigarette. I mean, my God, this is how you're going to a fight in professional wrestling, bro. Yeah, that's a they, these they don't look like wrestlers. They it, it doesn't fit. This guy's wearing a three piece suit and an overcoat, Jeff, to a fight. Can you imagine the Harris brothers coming down to the ring like this? Yeah, he looks like he should be holding a suitcase or a briefcase. I mean, going to a meeting. Oh my God! Get these these. You know what it is, bro. You know what it is, Jeff. Because they've got this Mark sweaty armpit group of fans. They think they're so over. I think that's the part that gets me sick. Yeah. These three guys think they are so freaking over when they don't even know what over is, bro. They yeah. they don't have a clue to what over is. Yep. Oh, my God, bro, please. All right, there you go. Uh, a lot of news, a lot of clips. Um, Jeff, what is going on in your world, man? Nothing. We do have a new option for you guys that have been asking for this for, for quite a while. We've finally been able to set it up where we also have this stuff, the brand. New episodes are available on Patreon. A lot of you guys had said we just want one RSS feed. It'd be a lot easier. Is there any way to do that? Now you can. So if you're wondering, well, should I switch to Patreon? It's totally up to you. If uh, you prefer all the content in one space and you don't have a need for the archive past episodes because only uh, episodes starting from uh, last week forward will be on there. So episodes prior to last week will not be on the Patreon. So if you don't have a need for that and you just like everything in one place, you now have that option. You can uh, do it on Patreon instead of here. Yeah, and also, too, you know, Jeff, you and I had this conversation. I was talking to a good friend, Carl Gray. I've never signed up for any Patreon, like, ever. So I I really didn't know how easy it was. So I, I literally talked to Carl about that because I know he's he's a part of our Patreon. And if you guys don't have Patreon, a call said it is, like, simple. Like, it is so simple yeah, it's just like creating an account for um, any any anything, you know, Netflix yeah. or or yeah, I, yeah, I, I did that account or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's very 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 easy, guys. If you want to go over to Patreon and uh, you want to do one stop shopping, but yeah, guys, we just wanted to offer it. A lot of people ask for it, so now it is available. So that is it, everybody. We will be back with Al, and I will hammer Al. Because, listen, man, I didn't give Al the week off. Al, I, I asked Al on Tuesday, brother, can you still do the show Thursday since we're doing it so early? Because we start recording 730 Central Mountain. Oh, yeah, bro, no problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then he no-showed today. <laughs> So next week, forget, put Jeff, put 15 uh, minutes aside for the open of Vince hammering Al for the first 15 minutes of the show. Yeah. I don't think it counts as a no show because he did say, uh, I'm sorry I overslept. He contacted you. Stuff his sorries in a sack. He could stuff his sorries in a sack. All right, guys, we will be back next week. And I promise you, Al will be here to join us. Take care, everybody. Have a great, great rest of your day.